Welcome to the Memberships Mastermind Podcast, the podcast that helps you create a profitable membership that serves you and your family. Hi, we're Paul and Melissa Pruitt, and we help online entrepreneurs build, launch, and grow their memberships. Each month, we host two live Memberships Mastermind Zoom calls, where we coach and collaborate with other membership site owners all over the world. On each podcast episode, we bring you one question that the Mastermind worked through. You'll get ideas and strategies that you can start implementing right away. So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome Welcome to to the the Memberships Mastermind Mastermind Podcast. So let's go to... Marlon has a question. Hello. Hello. It's good to see you, Marlon. Likewise. So I help shy and introverts to create joy and confidence through the power of salsa dancing. So... Uh, Everybody's like, where do we sign up? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, let me lead with the transformation. (laughs) So I'm wondering if shy introvert, although they they are not the same, is that niche enough? Is is that message going two different directions was the first part of the question. Okay, so the first part was in your positioning statement itself, we're looking at shy and introverted. Yes. And knowing that those are qualities that not necessarily people that are introverted are shy. Correct. And the people that are shy are not necessarily introverted. And like, they, is so it messaging from, directly, like going away from each other? And is it niched down enough or do I need to go down further? Okay. Does anybody want to speak to that? I just have another question. Is this for people who would be dancing with a partner or are you learning it solo with the intention of like going out somewhere and finding someone to dance with? Good question. I mean, it can go two ways. Initially, just solo. You're just starting off on your own because at the end of the day, even if you were taking classes as a partner, you still have to learn the steps on your own anyway. So I would just do basically the individual skills. So you could, if you wanted to niche down to singles, like teaching shy and introverted singles salsa, and then that gives them a natural place. Once, you know, in the aftertimes, once we can go outside again, it gives them a natural place that they can go and meet people where there's already an activity and so they don't have to worry about initiating conversation. Yeah, I know that sometimes you have a lot of eager wives or girlfriends and not so eager boyfriends or husbands. And so maybe a class wouldn't work, but if they could do it in the comfort of their home, that might work for them. So that's why I thought about just just that archetype. But I think that that's also, uh, Kathy, I think that's a great point. That's good. Anybody else want to, the messaging? So you have, do you have anything on this? I'm, I, I'm no. just, I'm kind of marinating on it because I like, I'm still thinking of the shy and, and introvert, like you said, like it's how they're, they're different. They are different. So I'm marinating on that. And I did like what Kathy said with the singles, but I also, you know, it, it's really, it's that transformation of teaching someone that skill, that skill set, right? So they, they come out of their comfort zone. So I'm, I'm just, I'm marinating on the, the word shy and introverted a little bit. So, yeah. The thought that I have is the messaging is more different if you're marketing towards single people who want to learn how to salsa versus couples who want to learn how to salsa. I think that market, that messaging is way more different than shy versus introvert. Cause I think the shy and introvert are still kind of looking for a similar transformation, but the people who are joining like a single salsa dancing membership are going to be looking for a different kind of transformation than like the couple who's looking to spice things up. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think the, the that split to me is more different yeah. than, than the other split. 
Well, and also, like, Marlon, you you hit on something when you talked about how there are wives and girlfriends who want to learn to salsa, but partners who maybe don't, which is a whole third audience. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you have to maybe nail which of those three, because there is there is a program out there, and it's called Show Her Off. And their, their whole thing is, you don't have to learn how to do this in public. You can learn how to do it well at home first, so that you're not self-conscious once you're out in public and it's definitely geared towards like the guys being the reticent partner it he doesn't teach salsa it's like country dancing or something but i'm just saying somebody's already doing what you're trying to do with a segment of that market with that specific target of the the uh, resistant partner so we know what membership heather belongs to if we see her at a live event she's cutting, <laughs> cutting up. Just, just so you know just so you know <laughs> what's interesting is just using the word shy and introverted to me, it assumes a social element of your offer because being shy or being introverted doesn't matter day to day unless you're put into a social situation. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're implying that salsa is social and this is a way that you can speak without words. A lot of us get into this, especially the internet marketing bubble. And we get driven into us that our positioning statement or whatever our elevator speech is, mm-hmm. like it has to talk to one person. And in general, you do want to you want to be very, very clear on that. When it comes to marketing, you want to speak in very relevant terms so that the right person will resonate with your message. So when you try to do a broad scope, it's hard for people to at least self-identify. Now, the challenge is, is that a lot of us want to make our product, our thing, very niche down itself. And in some cases, that's good and that's fine. There's enough audience for whatever your niche is. And at the same time, sometimes it's just the marketing. It's just the most of the time, it's just the marketing message that when you're in front of a specific audience, you want your message to relate to them while you're talking to them. So when, when you do come right out the gate of saying, and you're referencing this social element, that resonated with Kathy saying like, hey, like this is something possibly in a social environment. Is somebody single? Like, could they learn this? And then when they can go out somewhere and feel more confident or maybe they can't say the words, but when the music's on, everybody's staring at them because now everybody wants to come talk to them. They don't have to go out and talk to everybody. The spotlight's on them. Everybody's going, wow, who's that person? You know, they're going to go out of the way to go meet them. Like that's a different desire. That's a different like pain point being resolved, then saying like, hey, my wife and I go to a lot of weddings and I'm always the guy that's hugging the, the, the chair at the, at the table. And I'm always like, no, I don't like to dance. No, I don't like that song. No, I don't like that. You know, because I don't want to be the guy up there in my little safe space on Hitch. You know, <laughs> just, just do this. Just do this. Don't do anything out there. Just keep it in here. Right. So it's like, you know, so, yeah, they are always the one that looks like they're the table hugger. Like they're just there, they're hugging the table during these events. They're the, the kid in eighth grade that's in the corner that's not going to dance because they haven't taken the time. And wow, it would be cool to be that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not looking for a date. I already have my wife, I already have my husband. They're there with their partner. You know, that serves a different potential social element, but it doesn't mean while you're going out into the world, you can't message to either of those depending on the audience you're in front of. That's where everybody messes up, okay? Because you could be on a podcast with couples and the person that was talking about 
couples. And that's who is their audience, our couples, blah, blah, blah. And you could be on there talking about how to improve a relationship. Well, one of the methods of improving a relationship is dancing, is nonverbal communication, just feeling the movement in the body and just being in the presence and blah, blah, blah. You can take people down a whole thing with that. You know what's incredible is I have a membership that teaches people exactly how to do that, help couples reconnect because I'm on the Reconnection Couples podcast right now. So I'm going to make my message totally relevant on coming in and being a salsa dancer, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, 10 minutes later, you could be on a whole different podcast. And that's about singles. People can't even get a date. Like they just, they go into a bar or they go into a social event and they're just sitting in the corner and they are, they're remembering themselves at eighth grade dinner dance and they were isolated in the corner with their two friends that they're not dating. So you bring them into that space and you can explain to them from a marketing message standpoint how this is relevant to their audience. Because at the end of the day, we are all sitting in, in this call that's called Memberships Mastermind. Not one of us have anything else in common. I didn't go to yoga this morning. I didn't get a Starbucks coffee and drive in my little Hyundai. I didn't do all the things that blah, 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 that everybody's told that you need to isolate down to. But we all have something in common. We have a belief system and a value system that we believe that we can make money online by helping people with the thing that we know best. That's our common point. So when I'm in front of a different audience, I change my market message. This is where a lot of people mess up in this bubble. And that's why it's dangerous for somebody like me that's been doing marketing stuff my entire life, is he? McDonald's will advertise different given the demographic and the, the viewership of a magazine, of a television station, of a, you flip to any station, any channel, any messaging, if they're on Lifetime, Family Lifetime, it's going to be totally different than if they're on MTV. You think it's the same commercial? It's not. It's the same hamburger. At the end of the day, it's the same hamburger. It's the same Chevy car. It's the same deodorant. It's the same, I don't care what the product service is. Now, there are products in the market that are niched on purpose. There's very smart companies like Unilever, where at the same time will make you cry because of Dove, because they have Dove, and they'll make you think purity, and they'll make you think a certain way. And at the same time, they own Axe. And they'll go totally 100% against all values of this product with this product, because it's all marketing. That way they get both markets and they win. Okay. But it's still Unilever. They make money no matter what choice you made. <laughs> you know, so I just want you to, for all of us, know your market message for the audience you're in front of. I think yeah. that's why I was getting stuck with the single and introverted. It's because it's really what, what the salsa dancing does for you internally with like, you know what I mean? And then that's how you convey it to wherever you know, you're talking to the singles, the couples, the, you know, the, the girlfriends that want to get together for a fun girls night out, you know, that's, it's about the transformation of how the salsa moves you, allows you to connect with people, helps you connect with yourself and things like that. But then you just change the messaging depending on who you're talking to. So basically the dancing, I mean, everybody kind of learns dancing the same way and, and just adapting the messaging based on that McDonald's example how does that resonate for that particular audience? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, dancing still dancing. Yeah, the dancing is just a vehicle. All of us have our thing. It's the vehicle. 
It's the transformation experience of why people want that vehicle that's going to be unique to them. Because some couples are going to come to you because they're engaged to be married and they want to be on the dance floor and they're going to like, you can almost tell that they've had the dance lessons in recent months because they're, they're counting and you can see them doing it, but they pull it off. But there's the other couple that's in that same wedding that is ripping up the floor and doing all the things and twisting and twirling and doing all kinds of crazy stuff because they kept with it because that's important to them. Like that's why they came. There's other people that are in that room. They're like, I didn't come here with anybody, but those salsa lessons are going to help me for the after party when I go in to the singles lounge and meet people at the bar next door after this wedding's done. What are the people, like what part of their life, why are they coming to you for your thing, for your vehicle? But they, they're stepping into that vehicle. I, I would look at it as like a bus. We go around and we gather people on our bus, but there's different reasons why they're in a bus. They're good. They all have a different reason why they're on our, our bus. The vehicle is our thing. That'll get them to where they want to go, but they're all in that bus for a different reason, you know, but they're getting that same transformation, you know, they're, they're getting the vehicle, but what, what is it? So just message to the people, like, look for the people. Why have people come to you in the past for salsa lessons or for any of our things? These people are real people that made a decision in their life, in the life moment that they had, like, why did they buy your thing? And there's probably other people in that same life moment that also want your thing and you can speak to them in their life moment. Today, you could actually target Facebook ads to recently engaged brides and grooms three months or less. And you can say, don't you want to look like the the star at your wedding? Learn online salsa dancing today. Be ready before your wedding. Click here to find out more. And just speak right to their life event, right where they're at. You could do single within a certain age group that you know they're going out to the clubs and, and the bars. At least they were when they're not social distancing. And just say, hey... When social distancing's over, instead of being the, the wallflower in the corner, don't you want to be the one in the middle of the room that everybody wants to be the dance partner at the club? Learn salsa while quarantining. You know, be, be the center of attention in the room, you know, when we all get back to normal again. Mm-hmm. Like you're speaking right to that person, right where they're at. You see how effective like that, that messaging could be for that person? Yeah. Hopefully I didn't make this worse for all of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think that's where I was being stuck. I was like trying to be one thing for one person where, as you said, based on the messaging, I can be many things for different people because as you said, it's just a vehicle. Yeah, but just make sure that whoever you're in front of that you can, the whole idea, the whole avatar thing is for us to know how to message when we're in front of that person. Just so you can, because it's, have you guys ever been in networking events? Like, yeah, hi, my name is Paul and this is my elevator pitch and this is what I do and this is robotic and this sounds the same for everybody that comes in front of me. And you like tune out. But the person that says, hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, wow. You know what? Oh, you're a lawyer? Well, you know what? I do corporate headshots Mm -hmm. and lawyers are some of my clients, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And And you're like, oh, wow, I need a headshot. And then you walk five feet away and you talk to somebody else. They're like, oh, I'm a school teacher. Oh my goodness, you're a school teacher. You know what? I'm a headshot photographer. And every time a school teacher wins an award, I always get called to do their headshot. Mm -hmm. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) Do you you get it? (laughs) So, but in, in this world, you're like, just find one lane, stick to it. And that's all you, that's all you're known for. That does work if you do what the influencers do, and that is you rely 80-90% of your income off of affiliate income because everybody else that doesn't do your thing will send their traffic to you and you make a whole bunch of money 
And then when they launch, you send your traffic to them because they stay in their lane and they make a whole bunch of money. But when you don't have that type of traffic network, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work as well in the real world. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I want to hear more about the salsa dancing. <laughs> I think you got some members. You could just, you could, I might be reaching out to you. You, you can do a founding member launch just off of the call, man. <laughs> I love it. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live Zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.